Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 25th of February. We are rolling along. We're almost done. I mean, we've got four more days left in this month. Time is just going by so quickly, and I say that all the time because I am shocked all the time. It's like brand new every day, and now we're getting like warmer than normal temperatures, which is also unusual, um, kind of summer-like lately here. So we'll see if we go out today without a sweatshirt or a coat, but we're really close. Um, so today, we had a question from Francis Robinson that had to do with a show we did last week. And she said, this is then the show about lying. And so lying has been a really big topic because we have these two realities right now. And perception is really hitting the wall. It's like, wait a minute, that can't be true. And the other person's like, well, of course it's true. You didn't see what you saw and you didn't hear what you heard. And they are rewriting reality rewriting history, changing the way things are and turning something that isn't true to that level of truth, even though the truth is never going to be the truth if it's not the truth. It just doesn't work like that. So her question was, what about a situation in which one person speaks a truthful statement and the second either misinterprets it or decides it is not true because they don't want it to be true. All further statements about the original topic, whether it was misrepresented or perceived as a lie, are considered lies by the second person. Is the second person lying? And then she said, Miss, what is that? Misperceptions can ruin a person's reputation as well as a lie can. Well, that has been happening before our eyes all day long. All day long. We have been witnessing this, and we are trying to even redefine what our perception is. So how does perception affect our reality in the first place. And the point of perception literally governs reality. How you are perceived, how you perceive others, what you perceive, all matters because you are going to react to it. And what you see in front of you when someone comes to you and changes that perception, they see the truth and they change what the truth is. Not only does that cause very deep anxiety in us because it shakes our internal world because we are hardwired to the truth. It makes people feel like I would rather die than live for the truth in an ultimate situation. I was in a country that was taken over by another country now called the name of the other country. And I saw people who did die rather than live 
fighting for that truth. That's how far it can go. Because perceptions influence reality. And if we believe a lie, and that lie is our perception now, we don't have a very healthy reality to look forward to. So how are our truths misinterpreted and how does that affect our perception? They're misinterpreted by choice of someone who wants to misinterpret them because it works to their advantage. And in truth, they just could care less. They could care less about the truth. If the truth gets in the way of what a person wants, they're not going to admit it because as long as they don't admit it, they can't be charged with it. They can't be accountable for it. They can't be questioned about it. And the best way I can tell you this is through a joke. So there was a man and a woman. They're married. And the man comes home or comes late coming home. He goes out one night and His wife wakes up in the morning and says, Honey, you did not come home last night. Where were you that you didn't come home? I waited up for you. You weren't there. And he said, Oh, no, no, no. I came home in the middle of the night, but I didn't want to wake you, so I slept on that old couch in the garage. And she said, you did? You slept on the old couch in the garage? And he said, yes. I just didn't want to wake you. She said, that's funny because I gave that couch away six months ago. And then he said, well, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So he doubled down. And he wasn't going to tell the truth because the truth would have been too truthful. And I know it's a joke and it makes me laugh. But that is what we are witnessing. And wait a minute. If you, don't, if you don't accuse me of lying, you're fine. But if you accuse me of lying, I'm just going to lie again because that's who I am. And they tell you who they are by their actions, right? But when it switches up reality like a false perception of reality. So now we're into a world of misleading each other. Now we're in a world of illusions and delusions. And the person who is doing the lying really thinks they're clever and thinks everybody else is living in a world of stupidity. But when the perception is not true to the reality, we've just altered our thinking into almost a hallucination of what we think. So now when what we see isn't what we see and what we hear isn't what we hear, we are creating a world of deep, deep unsettling amongst the people that live in it. My son yesterday asked me, how do we deal with all this crazy that's going on. 
And I said, you know, in our world, there is a lot of crazy, and there always has been. We had a Holocaust. We've had governments do things to people, even till this day, that nobody really knows too much about. A little bit leaks out here and there, but the world is too busy to pay attention. And there's too many people with self-motivation in the picture. And he said, but how would we fix all of this? And I thought, that's a darn good question. How do we fix all of it? Why do I hear Christ? Why do I have these conversations with everyone? Because there, one, will always be a balance. But why do I hear? Because there is an answer. When we put people first, it's all we have to do. When we put people first, the world changes. When we put people last, like, well, it's okay if one person loses their life. It's okay if a few people die over this. We at least got what we wanted. They'll, they'll, they'll go. But this is what we want. The meek shall inherit the earth. The blind. All the stuff in Origins of Truth that's been spelled out to a T. That's all there. We're watching it. But the bigger deal is, how do we change it? Because perception is awareness. It's our comprehension. It's our understanding of whatever it is we're perceiving. But if we tell the truth and the other person tells us we're lying and then they build a case against us, And your reputation is hurt as a result of it. You lose your job as a result of it. You lose your loved ones as a result of it. You may lose your marriage as a result of it. And no matter how much truth you tell and no matter how high and hard you're screaming it, nobody wants to hear it. And the people who do hear it with you are also accused of being naive and dumb, well, of course they're going to accuse you of being naive because to them you are naive that they can get away with the lie. But the truth just never leaves. The lie is going to come and go. We have different lies every day. But the truth remains the truth. And it will keep playing out the repetition of the behavior of the lie because now the lie is carrying that energy. And I don't know if you guys remember when the, it's in um, Original Love, the conversation between the lie and the truth. It's nothing new that lies are rampant in our world, or that lies are rampant in our political world, that lies are rampant in any place we can walk into. And we all know deep down inside, we all know deep down inside that the truth is going to win. But while it's getting there, we have to deal with the perception that our truth is a lie. And that's why all the work that I'm doing is to keep our faith in the truth 
because that's going to make the difference in whether or not you sleep at night. That's the difference. You'll know that people who are living in a lie of themselves, they need the lie to keep themselves going, to keep people unsettled, that they're stable when you're unstable, and they're unstable when you are stable. It's the complete flip side of what we would think because their perception of reality is that they're controlling it with their lies. Think about that. Their perception of reality is that they are controlling reality with their lies. But those people who live in that reality of switching up other people's perception do not sleep. They're awake on and off all night. Their brain is bothering them. Their heart is bothering them. They never once will wake up and say, I slept like a baby. They don't breathe all the way. They're constantly fighting back, fighting back, and it gets worse and worse because they're really good at it. Even when other people know that they're lying and they know that they're lying, they will not back down. They will destroy you. They will destroy anything in their path because they themselves are already destroyed. Already destroyed. When people start playing the kinds of games, especially in a public forum, by then they're really good at it. And the other part of it is they're not good at the lies just so you know the difference. They're good at not backing down from the lies. But the lie themselves is very transparent. It's almost juvenile. Like when you see it, you're like, oh, how are they going to get away with that? And then they get away with it. And then the next day there's another spinning plate and another spinning plate, and then you can't keep up with all the lies. And then when you get in an argument with that person, You start saying, but you lied here and you lied there. And they're like, wow, are you going back far? Wow, you must be watching me. Don't you have anything better to do? And all the accusations get thrown at you for noticing that they lied. Yet if you didn't, they wouldn't respect you. So you are in a catch-22. Your reputation is on the line. Your feelings about how other people feel about you is on the line because the liar had to keep with that false illusion, that false delusion that they need to operate. The second person who takes the truth and twists it and turns it and sucks the life out of it, you will never ever rest with another soul like that. A country cannot rest with a soul like that. A world cannot rest with a soul like that. Lying carries an energy that looks like phlegm. (laughs) I know that sounds so gross, but it's sticky, it's hard to remove, 
And if you don't remove the whole thing, there's a lot of germs left underneath it. Once the truth is spoken, it's like someone cleaned it with bleach. Even the self-flies that we have, which I actually saw the energy of around, around someone's head, and it was this light gray, very weak, very see-through energy, and I thought, that's what's controlling us? And then I thought, wow, if that's controlling us, be really controllable, because we don't believe that the truth will win enough for us to fight those thoughts, and then we start to believe the stuff that doesn't make sense. And Christ addressed that in Origins of Truth. He called it tots in error, that we were taught in error in the beginning, told about these mysteries that aren't true, some about Christ, and when we were able to believe something that we knew wasn't, couldn't possibly be, and then it was just called a miracle and put over to the side, that we would believe anything else. And so over and above God's words, we added fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt in there, giving money to the organization that didn't even exist when Christ was here. that we would go to hell if there isn't even a hell. But yet we were scared of it because it was described to us fully by nobody who's been there, not one person. And we were asked to listen for those reasons. And we did for a long time. But as we evolved and the truth kept coming in one soul at a time, one newborn at a time, and now those newborns are old enough to go to church. They're saying things like, how could that be true? And wow, my parents believe that, but I don't think God's going to hurt us. I don't feel that. I can't go and listen to that. That's like way too much pressure on top of the pressure that I'm living. And the truth is facing the lie in the face. It's not that church is bad, because some are great community organizers, great community things. They allow people who feel alone or lonely to have a group of people. But when you're being taught from fear, that's the lie. God wants us to love him, that he is our resource, not our thing to fear so that we don't go and burn. Like, who came up with that? Yet it was believed, but it wasn't true. So did it stand the test of time? It actually didn't. It took generations, so you'd think, well, it lost, and a lot of people left thinking that. Well, no, because when they died, they, they realized that that wasn't true. But we are hardwired to the truth. So no matter what shenanigans come up, no matter what somebody wants to create in terms of creating a reality that isn't true, it is not going to last long. It can't last long. 
Perception is an awareness. It's a comprehension, an understanding of something. But if you can't comprehend it and you can't understand it, you are not going to attach to it. I always ask myself this question. Is this worth a lie? Because everybody's lied, right? When we were kids, we may have lied and then realized, wow, that, that, that doesn't feel good. That's that sticky phlegm feeling, right? I can't get rid of it. It won't leave me alone. And then sometimes we go back and we say, hey, you know what? What I told you wasn't true. So there. I feel better now. I hope you can forgive me. And you go on. But let's say you thought that lie helped you. But wow, I got away with that. <gasps> Whew, I never want to do that again. And that was how you learned your lesson. And then let's say you came up to another situation and you did it again and it worked again. And you're like, wow, I could kind of get away with stuff and I can lie about it. And nobody will ever know the difference. Hmm, let me try this. Then you feel bad again. But this time you don't want to admit it because the whatever it is you did was bigger. It would have been more hurtful to the people around you. And then one day they figure it out and they come to you and they'll say, did you lie about this? If you have a conscience, you'll go, actually I did. I'm really sorry. I felt bad about it and I, I didn't know how to come back and tell you because I did it before and I asked for forgiveness, but then I did it again and I don't know why I keep doing it. Or they may turn on that person and say, what are you talking about? That's a huge accusation to say that I'm lying and now it's all about you discovering their lie. You will not continue to interact with that person over time because there's no truth there's an illusion, and we do not base decisions on illusions that we can keep. You can keep a decision based on truth for the rest of your life, like, I love this person and I will stay with them until I die. That's the truth. That's how you feel. But when you build your decisions on an illusion that isn't true, it's not that it will eventually fall apart. It has already fallen apart. Fallen apart. The minute the lie is in motion, I don't care who tries to turn the truth around, it will fall apart. The only difference is whether or not that person will admit that they were untruthful. that they were untruthful. We do not understand yet that the truth will always win. We think we do, and then we hear a lie and we get really mad because we don't want anyone to get away with it. And they may look like they're getting away with one after the other after the other, 
And they're knocking this person down and knocking that. They're like a bulldozer, like a bull in a china store. Anything that's in its way is falling to the ground and breaking. But it won't last. It can't last. It's just that it feels like when it's happening, so disempowering. It feels like people are screaming from the rooftops and nobody can hear you. It makes us lose faith in humanity that anybody else is getting away with a false illusion. Because what is an illusion? It's something that seems real, but it isn't. A false illusion is to claim seeing an illusion, but the claim is actually not true. And we are in that world as we speak. Going back to yesterday's black and white, that's where we are living now. Let's say you are dating and you meet somebody brand new and they paint this picture of their life. Like, oh, and then this person did this to me. And my parents, they start with the parents, which is always a huge red flag if you're an adult. Well, you know, my family. Well, you know, my mom. Well, you know, and you're like, how long have you been gone? More than half of your life. You spent, let's say, on the average, 18 years with your parents. And you are now 40. What has not resolved itself? Because what you're really saying to the person isn't, oh, my mom did this to me and my dad did that to me. You're saying, I haven't grown since then. That's what you're saying. And then you're saying, because these are all truths, I'm resistant to change because I am invested in my story. And I want to take that story and I want to base our relationship on the child that I was, not the adult that I am. I am not willing to take accounting for who I am as an adult. That's what you leave with listening to someone talk about that. Because the truth is, this person may not have very good solving skills. So that will tell you that when there's an issue, you're going to get blamed because everybody hurts me, including you. Wow, you are just like everybody else. Now all their whole life's baggage is thrown on you. Is that true? No. You may not have even ever known that person long enough for it to be true. But their perception of their reality, which is based on an illusion of all the stuff that has happened to them, in your life with you holding the bag. Because it is not an accurate perception. That's why some people come and they're like, oh my gosh, I've got all these facts. One, two, three, four, five, all the way down the line. I've got them now. And you go to them and they come up with some cockamamie story and you are left to prove it even after you have all your ducks in a row. Now you are dealing with a master of misinterpreting the truth and wanting to demonize you.
And we say, how do we get away? Sometimes it's just a matter of time. We may not be able to do it today. We can keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Sometimes we have to just walk away and let time do its work. That's where we have to trust in the truth and believe and put that energy out there. That truth will come out at some point. Liam says, one thing we can count on is standing before God. The truth can't be avoided. Sadly, on this world, with the mind, its perceptions and illusions, we can get away with the lie no matter how hard we try and fight for the truth, and we can fight God, and that ultimately calms me. Just knowing God knows calms me. That's a great point. And every time I see something crazy around me, the one thing I say, and I've been saying it all year long, which is only two months, but all year long, is I want what God wants. And we are supposed to be learning something from this. And hopefully it will serve us well once we get there. You guys, I don't have any time left, but I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil.